Hello, we're back. So we are still on the 9-11 event. So this is episode four of the Jeff Berwick series. The Twin Towers were pulverized and turned into a fine powder, a physical impossibility if the destruction was actually due to jet fuel and a pancaking of the floors. Multiple bombs were reported exploding in the basement and sub-basement levels in the World Trade Center 1 and 2 before the planes hit the two buildings. These explosions were reported by workers, firemen, police, and can be heard in multiple private videos of the event. There were no bodies found in the Shacksville crash site. There are massive cancer-related deaths of first responders that worked on the site in the days after 9-11. Not only did AA-11 and UA-175 both fly over Stewart International Airport in the New Windsor, New York, but they both flew over it at the same time and switched off their transponders at the same time. So, Stewart International Airport became the first U.S. commercial airport to be privatized when United Kingdom-based National Express Group was awarded a 99-year lease on the airport under Governor Nelson Rockefeller. It was used as a hub for the importation of illicit drugs using American military assets as cover and also was the airport used when the American hostages returned from Iran. A large dump truck was found under Building 6, stuck on a fallen steel beam and was filled with gold bars. The vault in the basement level of the building was empty and the door was left wide open. There were multiple war games being conducted at the same exact time in the same area, simulating 29 different hijackings of airplane scenarios. George H.W. Bush was having a meeting with Obama bin Laden's father in Washington, D.C. at the moment that 9-11 event was happening. The bin Laden family was allowed to leave the United States in a private jet while the rest of the country's airplanes were grounded by the FAA. The Securities and Exchange Commission declared a national emergency and invoked its emergency powers to ease regulatory restrictions for clearing and settling security trades for the next 15 days. These changes allowed an estimated $240 billion in covert government securities to be cleared upon maturity without the standard regulatory controls around identification of ownership. Despite being the most secure building in the world, there were no videos released to the public showing an airplane hitting the Pentagon. Only three frames of film that only show an explosion, but no cause. Several television shows were aired before 9-11 and featured plots showing hijacked airplanes being flown into the Twin Towers and blamed on terrorists when it was actually their own government. On September 10, 2001, 
a number of top Pentagon brass suddenly canceled travel plans for the next morning, apparently because of security concerns. President Bush said he was opposed to establishing an independent commission to probe 9-11, and Vice President Cheney also opposed any public hearings on 9-11. Interesting, huh? When pushed to open an investigation by the Jersey Girls, Bush named Harry Kissinger to lead an independent investigation into the 9-11 terrorist attacks. And if you don't know, he is very famous for being super corrupted, but whatever. That decision lasted two weeks until public pressure was so great that Kissinger was forced to resign. The White House refused to increase the number three million in funding for the 9-11 Commission's investigation into the worst terror attack ever. A book by 9-11 Commission Chairman Hamilton and Keane outlined multiple deceptions by the FAA and the Pentagon, including the timeline of Flight 77 and 93. I truly am not that concerned about him, said George Bush about Bin Laden. Military Chief Meyer stated that the goal has never been to get Bin Laden. The 9-11 collapse of the 47-story World Trade Center Building 7 was the first time a modern, still-reinforced high-rise in the U.S. has ever collapsed in a fire. The SEC was storing files related to numerous Wall Street investigations, including Citigroup and the WorldCom bankruptcy in Building 7. The files for approximately 3,000 to 4,000 cases were destroyed. FBI Director Robert Mueller, who took over the FBI one week before 9-11, said the Flight 77's data recorder provided altitude, speed, headings, and other information, but the voice recorder contained nothing useful. Hmm. A recording of six air traffic controllers who dealt with two of the hijacked airplaners described the event within hours of the attacks. But the tape was never given to the FBI and was instead illegally destroyed by a supervisor without anyone listening to it. Hmm. The large American bases that were built during the Afghan war are in the same location as the root of the projected oil pipeline. These are only some of the unusual events that happened on 9-11 and not meant to be a comprehensive or exhaustive list by any means, but rather to illustrate how many important aspects of the event, interesting happenings to be sure, never ended up on the controlled corporate media to interfere with the official version of events. The public never heard about the planes switching off their transponders, transpon transponders over Stewart Air Force Base, not because it was not true or was not interesting, 
but because it was too much of a coincidence that might have received unwanted attention. Yeah, because we're not all sheep who follow orders without thinking. Thank God for that. They were already having a rough time trying to explain how a paper passport survived the exploding plane. The last thing they wanted to do was have some inflatable news anchor try to explain why these planes flew over an American military base at the exact same time without being shot down. <laughs> exactly. Please. <laughs> Think the American government would not lie to its citizens? There have been 9,795 first responders, downtown workers, and students that have been diagnosed with 9-11 related cancer, according to the World Trade Center Health Program, with the figures for other illnesses not related to cancer being astronomical as well. They rushed into the contaminated area in part because Environmental Protection Agency Administrator Christine Todd Whitman assured the public as early as just one day after the event and on at least 30 different occasions that both the air and water quality was safe, a statement that she knew was a flat-out lie but repeated anyway under the cover of claiming to not be a scientist and relying on their reports. So, with all of this blood on their hands, was Whitman dragged in front of a judge and handed a 20-year sentence in Rickers Islands? Of course not. She became the governor of New Jersey. Instead, has a reward for keeping her mouth shut on orders from the White House about the toxic waste site known as ground zero. Honesty is punished. Corruption is rewarded. Well, of course, this world is built for narcissists. What do you expect, right? A core principle of a dying empire and certainly not limited to the events surrounding 9-11 and the war of terror. The lies of 9-11 would fill multiple books, but an understanding of the level of criminality is essential when painting the picture of the length that government psychopaths will go to in order to put their plans in motion. There you go, guys. So now we are in the next phase. It's called Boom. Still, despite all the evidence that debunks the 9-11 terror attacks, big lie some people refuse to believe that these facts are anything but conspiracy theories. I know because I met such people and they are usually trust fund babies. They're people who think they're special because they come from families that obviously got there because they screwed over good people because nobody gets rich in a world like this without screwing over someone else. Sorry. And I know Jeff Berwick teaches ways and stuff. However, even with Jeff, you have to pay to have access to a lot of information, which I understand. We all need money. But you do understand that, you know, a lot of us don't have the money, period. So we're, in a way, stuck. The Oxford English Dictionary defies conspiracy theory 
has the theory that an event or phenomenon occurs as a result of a conspiracy between interested parties, or a belief that some covert but influential agency, typically political in motivation and oppressive in intent, is responsible for an unexplained event. Basically, conspiracy believers perceive a governmental threat to individual rights. For this, they are ridiculed and called misguided, despite the fact that actual conspiracies occur quite regularly. So-called truthers have exposed many secret and not-so-secret political assassinations, scandals and cover-ups, terrorist attacks, and a lot of everyday government activity involving genuine plots and collusion between multiples of people. The biggest reason for this is because conspiracies rarely work out according to plan. Collusion on a grand scale involves many players, individuals and organizations with competing and often concealed goals and agendas. Between herding angry cats and managing contingencies, it is impossible to entirely prevent cock-ups, errors, and betrayals. COVID-19 conspiracy lies, lies, lies. So what do people call it when conspiracy theories become conspiracy facts? This is important because the 2020 designer pandemic is the product of a long-standing pattern of events and behaviors turning virtually every conspiracy theory into fact with corroborating evidence. COVID-19 has brought it all together. The global power elite plotting to impose a totalitarian new world order. And it's pretty obvious because who has made billions since the, the so-called crisis started? Only multi-billion dollar corporations like Amazon, for example or Walmart, or all these big corporations. So think about this, people. Wake the fuck up, please. Implementation of an authoritarian world government controlled by the United Nations and the Global Central Bank. Political power through the financialization of the economy. Financialization. One day I'll say it right. Widespread use of state terrorism, mass surveillance, forced vaccinations, mind control, restriction of speech through the concentration of media ownership, or, you know, deleting YouTube channels, which they have done, and all this stuff. These are just some of the conspiracy myths that have been proven since the onset of the coronavirus. From mind control to population control, crowd control, and exchange control, if people do not see a pattern here, they may beyond help. But first, it is important to have a look at the coronavirus pandemic and the events of 2020 that made the world go boom. So, virus X, pneumonia of a known cause detected in Wuhan, China, was first reported to the WHO country office in China on the 31st of December 2019. The outbreak was declared a public health emergency of international concern on 30 January 2020. On 11 February 2020, who announced a name 
for the new coronavirus disease, COVID-19. CO stands for corona, V for the virus, and D for the disease. The 19 is for 2019. It's also certificate of vaccination ID 19, really, but whatever. Sounds plausible enough, right? The plague, Spanish flu, SARS, MERS, Ebola, swine flu, humanity has seen them all. Many of them were essentially lies as well. But outbreaks happen, people get infected, some die, life goes on, the disease goes away. No vaccine was necessary. The world economy was not put on hold. SARS, severe acute respiratory syndrome caused by a coronavirus, is an epidemic disease that seemed on the brink of a pandemic in the early 2000s. It spreads rapidly from its origin in Asia in 2002-2003 to Europe and the Americas before it just disappeared. It faded away in 2004, and since then, no new cases have been reported. Magic happened! Magic happens! <laughs> so, what makes COVID-19 so different? First, allegedly, it is more contagious, more deadly, and easier to contract than all those other viruses. Miraculously, despite all these extremities, this will be the one disease that they can cure by the vaccine. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They're going to pump a bunch of shit inside of your body and just like chemotherapy, it's going to make you better. Not. Chemotherapy, 4% success rate, in case you didn't know. This claim comes despite the fact that even the plain old garden variety coronavirus that causes common household flu and colds cannot be prevented by a single vaccine because the strains mutate every season. Second, for the first time in history, the world has been forced to adopt severe tactics to slow the spread of COVID-19. Social distancing, shutdowns, closures, and cancellations. In the U.S. alone, 40 million people have been laid off. Small businesses have been forcibly shut down and those businesses who have managed to survive were then forced to implement costly new health measures. People see the word forced stick out its ugly head everywhere and with a good reason. It is not secret that the current agenda on the table is to use coronavirus prevention as a cover for the digital fascism of a totalitarian society. COVID-19 shut down the world and all the people in it, holding 7 billion people for ransom. And the price to be paid for freedom? Volunteer to be vaccinated and tracked for the rest of your life. The more one studies this virus, the more they find the same name. Bill Gates, or as we know him as Kill Gates, he is the second largest funder of the WHO. I call that bribery, guys. He's building seven vaccine slabs. It's, it's, it's obviously bribery, right? He basically controls global health policy through his grants. His plan is to use forced vaccines to digitally track humanity's every move. 
He suppresses negative attention by funding dozens of media organizations. On 18 March 2020, Bill Gates called for a digital certificate to identify who received the COVID 19 vaccine. The following day, a website called biohackinfo.com posted a story with the headline Bill Gates will use microchip implants. To fight coronavirus. <laughs> I say the only virus is him and all the bullshit lies they put out. The Gates Foundation denied its plan to use vaccines to track people and thereby control the global health policy. Denied Gates' efforts to help develop a vaccine is some kind of Nefarious attempt to control, follow, or depopulate the world's population by a microchip of some sort. Denied developing trackable vaccines, data, and implementing everybody with a global ID. They then justified their diabolical plans to enslave humanity as a whole by saying, It's about creating digital certificates that would expand home based self administered testing for COVID 19. The microchip assertion is unrelated. We're just proposing keeping a record of vaccination on a patient's skin. That's why we tested an invisible dye. That could last up to five years and be read with a specifically adaptive smartphone. Right. <laughs> That's why I read it funny because it was hilarious. The truth is a funny thing. It is slippery, it is not always self evident, it can seem implausible, and it can even be inconvenient. Digitally tracking people's every move has been a dream of the globalists for years. This health crisis is the perfect vehicle for them to push this. The media and its masters have heavily mocked and sneered at conspiracy predictions from those who have been predicting that the elite are just waiting for the right moment to roll out their mark of the beast technology. To remotely identify and control every single human being on the planet, to sealing their plans for a one world government. Here is an example of how those theories can be changed into evidence. Fact on 4 April 2020, Bill Gates states that mass public gatherings will not come back at all. Until they have mass vaccination. Fact MIT is working on a quantum tattoo that will mark people with an invisible identifier while also delivering a vaccine at Bill Gates' direction and funded first and foremost by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Fact in the book of Revelation. 1316 17, written about 2000 years ago. The Bible warned about being branded with an ID code, and he causeth all, both small and great, 
rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads, and that no man might buy or sell save he that had the mark. Fact, Microsoft owns international patent 060606 or 666, which is a cryptocurrency system using humans who have been chipped as the miners. Surveillance capitalism is, of course, in line with 1984, a George Orwell hit written 71 years ago, which should have prepared the public for the reality of a Big Brother dystopia, but clearly did not, especially if one looks at the ease with which the coronavirus has seemingly overnight enabled governments all over the world to implement mass totalitarian surveillance under the auspice of creating weapons against disease. The inhabitants are kept safe from harm in the surveillance state as long as they obey Big Brother. They have near absolute safety, but no freedom. Here are a few current day examples. Russia, 100,000 facial recognition cameras are watching Moscow's quarantine through a network of sophisticated state surveillance that the city rolled just before the epidemic reached Russia. Well, just a case, right? Police have locked, their, locked in citizens' details and warned them that sneaking out could lead to a five-year jail term or deportation for foreigners. Hong Kong, Hong Kong has introduced mandatory wristbands for those in quarantine so they can be tracked. Taiwan, Taiwan has a monitoring system known as the electronic fence, where those who are meant to be in isolation will be visited by the authorities if they turn off their mobiles. South Korea, <clears throat> in South Korea, the government gathers huge amounts of data from phone records, CCTV images, and credit cards, credit cards, sorry, to help track citizens during the COVID crisis. Singapore, in Singapore, phones users are encouraged to download the Trace Together app, which keeps a record of all the other numbers that have been in close proximity to the smartphone. China, China is boasting that it is building the world's largest camera surveillance network. Oh, joy to the world. However, those are all foreign countries, one might say. It has nothing to do with everyone else in their comfortable house arrest in front of their big screen TV. The United States will never become a surveillance state. <laughs> the Constitution says so. Wrong. But we're going to continue this in our next episode of this wonderful book by Jeff Berwick. Learn the truth. Share it wide. It's free. And sharing real truthers will only bring you good karma. And you can always support my channel by donating to my PayPal. You can find me by simply looking for Soulmate Healing and I will easily appear for you. And you can also support me on Patreon. Thank you. <laughs>